Welcome to the Word of Truth Revealed with Bishop Merton L. Clark. The Word of Truth Revealed is the media outreach ministry of Truth Revealed International Ministries and Interdenominational Spirit-Filled Fellowship of Believers located in Palm Bay, Florida. Our mission here at Truth Revealed is to produce disciples and to empower the populace to live out the truth of God's Word within the framework of their environment. Today, we're continuing the message we began earlier this week that's part of the series titled Unearthing Bible Treasures. Bishop Clark uses 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verses 9 through 11 as the foundation scripture for part two of the message, number three, the church. How should I choose a church? Look at the word here. Bible says each one's work. Now you're building, you're putting in the effort, but each one's work will become clear. In other words, there's a structure test coming. Each one work will be clear from the for the day will declare it. In other words, there's a time and a season what that the the structure test has a engineer that will, will determine whether your house was structured right or built on the foundation right. There's a day that's going to come in all of our lives where whatever we built on is going to be tested. For some of us, it's when we're young, and in some of us, it doesn't come until we're aged. We go through some seasons in our lives. But the day will come where your foundation and the labor that you put in it will be tested. And I'm praying to God that you started with the foundation and that's Jesus Christ in him crucified. For the day will declare it. The day will declare it or decree what kind of house you build. Look at the word because it will be revealed. Look at the word here by fire. In other words, there's a vehement heat that's going to come to test your work. This ain't no snowstorm. I said fire is going to test it. Now, if it's gold in your house when fire hits it, what does fire do to gold? It just purifies gold. In other words, you put gold in fire after a while of standing there so long where you can see your own reflection in the gold. That's the refiner's fire. Thank you, God. Now, you put stubble on fire or fire on stubble or straw, what happens to it? It goes up in smoke just like that. Thank you, God. And if you got a strong relationship built on the foundation, even if fire comes, you may go through a few change, changes, but you won't see it go up in smoke. I'm out of here. I'm divorced. I'm preaching better than you saying amen. If you build right now, it won't go up in smoke just because you upset. When the fire hits it, it's intense now. But if you stick with it, if it's really built right with gold, you begin to see your reflection in it. Thank you, God. When am I getting out of this fire, Bishop? I've been going through this for a long time. Well, the refiner is not going to bring you out until he can see his reflection in the gold. He's going to keep you burning until when he look at you, he see himself. That's why he has us going through it. 
because every man's work will be tried by fire. There's a day that will declare what kind of house you've built. It's right here in the text. I need to read it again. If anyone builds on this foundation with gold, silver, precious stones, wood, hay, straw. Look at the word. Each one's work will, be, will become clear for the day will declare it. The day will declare it because it will be revealed by fire. And the fire will test each one's work. That means you can't do what I do and think you're going to skip by. You got to have your own foundation laid. You got to make sure that you're building on the foundation that was already laid. Your foundation is Christ. And so you can't duplicate mine. You got to make sure your life and your patterns are built on him. Thank you, God, because it's going to be tested by fire. I need to give that to you. Get it in your soul so you don't have to say, whoo, I can't believe this is happening to me. It's declaring it right here in the word. It's going to happen to you. Each one's work will be tested by fire of what sort it is. So the fire will determine whether you built on gold or you structured your life with gold, silver, precious stone, wood, hay, or straw. I don't have to prophesy to you. I don't have to sit back and say, I'll, you know, I wonder what's going to happen. The day will declare it. The day, there's a moment in your life that will declare whether you're built on a solid foundation. You don't know who you are until you go through a sickness. Well, I ain't sick, Bishop. Well, just get long, live on this world long enough. The best of us, something happens along the way. Life hits you. Every line you see in my face. You, know, you took a picture of me 10 years ago, came back. Man, he looked older. Lady came to us one time, came through. I knew you 20 years ago. You look older. I, you better believe I look older. <laughs> this woman, I was like, this woman, what are you doing? Of course I look older. I said, you do too. <laughs> my God. <laughs> I did. I said, my, I said, my God. She looked at Pastor, Pastor Sabrina look older. Y'all, man, you want to be a pastor today? How, what kind of crazy stuff is that? You, just, you haven't seen me in 15. Of course I look older. Every line is an experience. Every gray hair that came out was pushed out. I didn't want gray hair. When I first saw one, I tried to pluck it out. Then two grew back. I put Beijing on it. I put Beijing on it. I'm going to show y'all a picture when I put Beijing on it. I'm going to flash it up for you on Sunday. They thought I was uh, Gerald LeVert. I'm telling you no lie. <laughs> I'm going to show you the picture. I'm going to put it up. And you're going to say, that, that was him? That's right. Beijing. You see a man 70 years old and got no gray. He been <laughs> I've been tested. Believe me. Sometimes so much so. I'm like, God, are you with me? If I didn't have a proper foundation, wouldn't make it. Look at the word. If anyone work, if anyone's work which he has built on 
it endures, he will receive a reward. Now notice, it's going to be tested now. And your test is different from my test because the test reveals what kind of material you use to build the house. But if it endures the test, he will receive a reward. If anyone's work is burned, look at this, he will suffer what? Loss. But look at God, look at his grace. But he himself will be what? So just because you lose don't mean you're going to hell. Look at what he said. He will be saved, yet also through fire. Oh my God. The word is so powerful, man. I, if you read it and get in it enough, things will start happening to your mind. Because you can't blame me if your stuff go up in smoke. And I'm not talking about your physical house. I'm talking about your religion. The way you view God. What you see about the things of God. If it goes up in smoke, it means you didn't build with the proper material. Maybe no one taught you. That's why we're going back to what the real church is. Thank you, God. Real church builds on foundation. Not on feelings. Not on emotions. Not just on a doctrine or one aspect of doctrine. Like only on faith. Or only on wisdom. Or only on prophecy. We must build on the foundation. That is laid and that's Jesus Christ. From Christ comes prophecy. From Christ comes faith. From Christ comes prosperity. Not in reverse. Not in reverse. Don't let anybody fool you. I don't care what's attracting you to the ministry. Where is Jesus? If he's not on the, if his name isn't in the foundation, get away from it. Because when fire hits it, it'll blow up. Thank you, God. It may, be, it may be the best in town, but make sure the foundation is Christ. It can't be the personality of the leader. That will fade over time. There's some people who used to be with me. Now they say his voice is different. I don't like him. He mean. That's why you can't build your church on me. I've never tried to build a church on me. I tell people run past me and get to Jesus quickly. <laughs> Let's talk about personal growth and ministry to others. Many people take what I just read and they determine what their personal growth is based on this scripture. I think there's a broader understanding. What do you do to build up others? What do you do to build up others? What are you telling them when you're trying to build them up? Do you build them up with perishable materials like friendship? Friendships fade. And if you try to build a church relationship, on, as soon as the friendship dies, you'll give up on God. Because you didn't build on the proper foundation. Another perishable material people build their relationship with God on is likability. Likability. You may like a person, but don't try to build your faith on that. Your faith should be tied again to Jesus Christ. Not to whether I like it or not. Because sometimes you won't like it, but you still stand on the rock. I can't tell you, sometimes I didn't like walking with God. I didn't like it because my flesh was too involved. And the price of what he's telling me to do is tied to me submitting to his will. And the flesh is screaming. Oh! 
the flesh is ah, screaming and I have to put the flesh under subjection. Man, I don't like walking with God when I got to do my flesh like that. The greatest law, the hardest law is the law of submission to the will. When your flesh wants to do this and God is saying no. Thank you, God. It's not easy. And likability can't be the foundation. What about attraction? People try to treat church like they do relationships. And sometimes attractions are there and it's hot. It's too hot. Too hot, lady. You got to run for shelter. You got to run for shade. Anybody wants a relationship when you have that kind of hot love, but what happens when it changes? What happens when it's changed? You don't, your heart isn't beating like that. You're not looking for a text. You're not looking for a phone call. It's more responsibility now. It's paying bills without nobody saying thank you. Where's your love now? Glory to God. Where's your love now? You're out of town for six months and they're still loyal. The bills are paid. You get sick and you're pushed in a wheelchair and they do it with a smile. What kind of love is that? Do you have it? When you marry somebody, you better say, I need to marry the one who's going to stand with me when my mama dies. Not who's the finest. When my mom is lowered in the ground, I need you by my side. Thank you, Jesus. If there's a loss of a child, who's going to stand with you? Anybody can talk it. I've seen many people mess up when things happen unexpectedly. You got to make sure your foundation is sure. Thank you, God. You can't judge nobody. You don't know what you would do until you're tested. You can't just build this on attraction. Ooh, I like, ooh, I like the aesthetics. I like the aesthetics. That ain't what you go to church for. This ain't a movie theater. <laughs> this is a real living organism. Thank you, God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Jesus never appeared in his bodily form as the attracted one. No one was attracted to Jesus because he looked good. Moses looked good, but Jesus didn't. The Bible said he walked past him, didn't know him. When God manifested himself in the flesh, he wasn't the model that we look for today. The best looking preacher, the best muscles, walking around having it all. That's not how he appeared to man. He was unleavened bread. The bread with no yeast. The bread that doesn't look like wonder. The bread that, that looked lumpy. When you look at it, it's not something you would like. Yet life is in the bread. Let me calm down, man. Life is in the bread. Life is in the bread. If you're only going for what's attracted to your eyes, you're going to miss this foundation. Thank you, God. Hallelujah. Some people are building their relationship with God on personality. Don't do it. Don't do it. Look for the name. Jehovah Jireh in the foundation. Jehovah Nisi in the foundation. Jehovah Shalom. If his name is on it, I can go with it. Hallelujah. This is what he told me, Clark. I know you got a pass, but I will write off your pass by signing my name in your future.
And if God signs his name in you, nobody can stop what God is doing in your life. Thank you, God. You want to make sure his name is in your life. Thank you, God. Whew, Jesus. There are times when you preach and you'll feel like you're two feet tall, but when the Holy Ghost hits you, I feel like I'm ten feet tall right now. Feel like I'm growing in God. Feel like I can run through a troop and leap over a wall. Feel like the name of God is a strong tower. The righteous run in it and they are saved. The name of the Lord, hallelujah, is a strong tower. Thank you, God. Get the name on your life. Get him on your business. And watch what God does with your life. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Paul here challenges our methods of discipleship. That when you start building people in Christ, do not put your personality in it or your attractions or your likability only or your friendship only. You got to take them to Jesus. Some of the prescriptions, oh, baby, I'll call you. Listen, we need to pray and talk to Jesus. I'll fast with you. We need to get closer to Jesus. That need to be a part of our remedy to deal with issues. Not just someone who understands us. Because this is not building on the proper foundation. Thank you, Lord. Do we attract others to ourselves? Or to the lasting base that is in Christ? Thank you, Lord. And this book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth, but you will meditate on it day and night. Not my friendship. This book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth. Thank you, Lord. Instructors in college are there to instruct you so you get over a certain hurdle. After you make that test and you pass that test, you move on to the next one. Because their job is to make sure you get the information you need at this juncture. That's how your friendship in church should be primarily. You time with people so they can disciple you to get to this level in God. Not a level in friendship. So when you, the friendship fails, you don't have a need to go to church. Because you weren't on the proper foundation anyway. Thank you God. You start building on the proper foundation, whether they come or go, you keep your eyes on Jesus. Thank you, God. And when your friend leaves, you won't leave with him. You can go, but where can I go? I get the word of eternal life. That's what Jesus said. If you eat, he walked up in the midst of a crowd. This is powerful. And he said, if you eat my flesh, he said it just like that. If you eat my flesh, he didn't say it's communion. He just spoke it. If you eat my flesh and drink my blood, you're my disciples indeed. Think about that. What kind of, what, what is that? That's what they said. What? Are you a cannibal? Because they only heard it through the natural ears. The Bible says his disciples looked at him. I'm sorry. The multitude looked at him and they said, I can't handle that. And many walked away. They just walked away from him. My God. Whew, I'm done with this man. I'm out of here. And Jesus turned around to his disciples. Only 12 of them left after a multitude was with him. And he said, will you also go? Will you also go? He wasn't trying to gain friends. Will you also go? You offended too? Guess what happened? Peter said, what, what, where can I go? 
Where do you want me to go? You have the word of eternal life. That's what I'm tied to. I'm not tied to a friendship. They can all go. I know where my life connection is. My life point is here. You build your house on something else, you won't be able to say that. As soon as you feel un uncomfortable, you find out somebody's human. I'm out of here like you ain't human. I'm preaching better than you saying amen. All have sinned and fallen short of the glory. Get over that. Let's get back to Jesus. Ah, man, help me, Lord. God. First Peter 5, 8 and 9 is powerful. Be sober. Be vigilant because your adversary. Don't you know you have an adversary? The scripture's right there. What is he called? What's his name? The devil. Look at this. He walks like a what? A roaring lion seeking whom he may what? Devour. Look at verse 9. The scripture says resist him. Look at the next word steadfastly. In fast. <laughs> well how do you deal with the devil? The devil's mouth. My mind is playing tricks on me. That's your life? My mind playing tricks on me. <laughs> man I'm preaching man. That's where you are, my mind playing tricks on Get Look at this. The Bible says the devil, you need to be sober. You need to be vigilant because your adversary, the devil, walks like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may what? Devour. He's not just trying to kill. He uh, taking up, uh, <laughs> tearing flesh from bones. That's what he wants to do where there's no memory of you. In today's economic and social climate, we all have our struggles, financially and emotionally. Are you tired? Frustrated? Do you feel like the world has taken the best from you? Everyone has been right where you are at one time or another. We understand just how you feel. Let your search for hope lead you to Truth Revealed International Ministries, 2838 Palm Bay Road, Palm Bay, Florida. We are a Bible teaching and discipleship ministry dedicated to unveiling truth to the nations. Please join us Sunday mornings at 8 a.m. and 11 a.m. and Wednesday evenings at 7 p.m. We live stream every service on the World Wide Web at truthrevealed.org. Get excited. You don't have to wander anymore. Hope and love are waiting for you at Truth Revealed. If something was said during today's teaching that blessed you, or if you would like to find out more information about Truth Revealed International Ministries, we would love to hear from you. You can write to us at The Word of Truth Revealed, P.O. Box 60128, Palm Bay, Florida, 32906, or you can email us at thewordoftruth at truthrevealed.org. You can also visit us on the web at www.truthrevealed.org. If you're on Facebook, visit the Truth Revealed International Ministries fan page and click like. From time to time, you'll receive inspirational words of wisdom along with information about what's happening at Truth Revealed. 
Now, if you would like to purchase today's message for your personal library, when you write to us or email us, use reference number 1781. That's reference number 1781. Just include a $5 donation for CDs and a $12 donation for DVDs. And now, final thoughts from Bishop Clark. King David said this. He said, I was young and now I'm old and I've never seen the righteous forsaken nor his seed beg bread. God is faithful who will not allow you to be tempted above your ability but will with every test also make a way of escape that you may be able to bear it. God loves you and so do I. I want you to be encouraged. Lift up your head and let the King of Glory come in. Who is this King? He's our Lord, our Savior. He's mighty and strong and he's mighty to fight in every battle that you're facing. Until next time, God bless you and keep you is my prayer.